Welcome back to the Med School Tutors Podcast, where we draw on our proven results since 2006 to provide you with high-yield tips and proven guidance to help reduce stress and give you tangible tools for success from pre-med through residency. Let's dive in. Hey, everybody. Welcome to a short talk on how to reach your goals on the Step 2 CK. My name is Mike Stevens. I am a PGY1 medicine intern at Brigham and Women's Hospital who will be continuing on to do a dermatology residency in the same health system. And I'm also a med school tutor as USMLE Step 1, Step 2 CK, and Step 3 tutor. We're going to talk about a little bit in terms of what the exam is about, what to expect as you're approaching it, and just broad strokes about the typical things they test on this test, the important resources that you should be focusing on, and and with a particular emphasis on question banks and textbooks, as well as some of the other ancillary resources you can look into. Spend a little bit of time talking about constructing your calendar and developing your study plan going forward for your dedicated study period or, or the time you carve out to prepare for step 2CK. And then just generally about some mistakes to avoid in approaching this exam. And so just to dive into a little bit about the exam day itself. Uh, one of the contrasts that you'll see between step one and step two CK is that step two is, is longer. It has one additional block of 40 questions. Um, so you're going to have eight blocks of questions for a total of 318 questions. Some have less than 40 if you have a vignette or a passage, a, a drug ad, if you will, that you have to unpack. So each of those eight blocks encompasses uh, 60 minutes. And you also have the, the typical one hour break that you did for step one as well. That also folds in the 15 minutes of the optional tutorial. One thing I like to highlight is that you have access to this tutorial ahead of time before you start the exam, before you go into the testing center. And so it's to your advantage to make sure you familiarize yourself with the interface and, and do the tutorial at home so that you're able to kind of blitz through that on exam day and shore up that extra 15 minutes to, to total it an, an hour of break time that you'll have over the course of the day. A little bit about what this exam actually tests. And in particular, an emphasis on the differences between this exam and what you might have experienced with step one. Far and above the most important thing again, is in relationship to patient care. And that's gonna be similar to what you had experienced with, with your previous board exam. As far as you'll have vignettes that describe a history, a physical exam, vital signs, you'll have a laboratory uh, data. Sometimes you'll have imaging, electrocardiograms, those kinds of things also folded in. And that's gonna occupy the majority of your test. And in addition to that, you're also going to have a degree of the basic science that you had experienced on step one. But what you'll see is that it's significantly lower. It's this 12 to 16% range as compared to what it had been for step one, where it was substantially more. And then what you're going to see is that there's a stronger emphasis on the actual delivery of care. And so that's going to manifest itself in ways like patient health maintenance, disease prevention, so vaccines and screening tests surveillance and, and USPSTF guidelines for those things, as well as management and intervention. So a lot of the questions that kind of fall into the, the realm of what is the next best step in management, or what would you like to do next to actually take the knowledge that you accrued in your preclinical years and then over the course of your clerkships to begin to apply that to real patient scenarios and patient vignettes. And then you're going to see as you progress through your board exams, and, and certainly to a large extent on step two, uh, there's going to be a degree of, of professionalism and so medical ethics and understanding, sometimes navigating ethically fraught or ethically challenging patient scenarios. And so you'll see that's going to have an increasing role on your 
circumstance. And one interesting thing about step two is that you shift really from thinking about organ systems to thinking about medical disciplines and specialties. And in particular, internal medicine is going to occupy a large proportion of your exam, um, the vast majority. And that's going to encompass many of those organ systems you previously thought about, cardiology, pulmonology, gastroenterology. But then the best way to think about outside of medicine is by these different specialties. And so specifically surgery, pediatrics, OBGYN, psychiatry. And so you, you kind of have a, just a different approach to how you think about preparing for this test. I mentioned earlier that another key difference between this exam and step one is that there's going to be a much stronger emphasis on clinical management and dealing with that next step, next best step in management. So when I'm working with students or, or just generally here at MST, we really try to emphasize as you're preparing for step two, kind of getting into that frame of mind. And so I often challenge students that I'm working with to think about a diagnosis for a given vignette we might be working through and then taking it one step further and thinking about, you know, what would you do next and, and what are the, the pros and cons of doing those kinds of things. Just to dive into some of the resources that, that we at here at MSD like to emphasize, um, far and above, just as it was for step one, UWorld is going to be your go-to. And so a, a lot of those questions are going to take a, a slightly different bent, um, but like we talked about, you're going to see a lot more management style questions. You should at least give it one pass, and that's, that's pretty much standard across the board. If you have the time and you're able to do it, a second pass is not unwarranted. And if you'd like to explore other two banks, I think Kaplan, US Assembly RX, and AMBOSS are some of the ones I recommend to my students. There's really no first aid for the US Assembly Step 1 that has the same applicability for Step 2. And so to that end, what I would really say is, is pick one and stick with it. So I am essential, step up to medicine, master the boards, first aid for the step two CK, while not as good as, as it is for step one, all of these are, are legitimate options. That I think the key thing is though, don't, don't feel overwhelmed like you need to work through all of these. Again, try to pick one and run with it. The one key mistake that I want to emphasize and encourage you to avoid as you prepare for step two is there's so much information out there. It's not realistic to be able to learn everything that you could possibly test, be tested on. And so what I recommend is identify your areas of opportunity. Look for things that you know you can self-diagnose as, this is something I need to get better at. And what you want to do is then titrate or tailor your studying to go after those specific things. An example I always like to use is, is antiarrhythmics. If you just don't feel good about when to use antiarrhythmics or how to use them, you don't necessarily need to read the cardiology chapter from cover to cover. If you feel comfortable with management of heart failure, that's great. It has nothing to, you know, it, there's a little bit of overlap there, but, but go after the antiarrhythmic section and focus on that and focus on learning that and just continue that process of triaging what you need to work on and then focus on studying that. And so that kind of folds into the bottom part. Focus on quality of studying. Make sure it's useful time that you spend learning things you didn't know before, not necessarily quantity. It's not any more advantageous and certainly much less efficient to read all four of those textbooks, for example, than kind of picking one, using it well, and picking out the things you, you feel like you need to work on. So thank you for, for tuning in. Uh, this, I hope this was helpful in terms of thinking about how to prepare for Step 2 CK. You know, again, here we at MST have a lot of experience and, and a large conglomerate of, of med students, residents, fellows, even attendings who are very well versed in the ins and outs of these exams and are standing by to support you in any way that we can. 
We hope this was helpful and that it helped take some of the guesswork out of the equation for you. If you have any questions or would like one-on-one -on -one tutoring, get in touch with us via our website, medschooltutors.com, via email, hq at medschooltutors.com, or give us a call, if you're old school like that, at 212-327-0098. Also, if you like what you hear, please subscribe, share, and rate us on your podcast app. And if you want more helpful, free information, visit our blog at medschooltutors.com, check us out on social media at medschooltutors, or visit our forum at usmletutors.com. Thanks for listening. Be well.